Good morning and welcome. Ooh. Yeah, rough. Yeah. Yeah, I, I Patriot think, Radio News Hour. Good morning and welcome to Patriot <laughs> News Hour. Joe can't talk. <laughs> we had a big weekend. Yes. The did. my boys won their football game. I know this is very important to everybody. Uh, we won. I say we because you know that's how you do it, right? You claim. Yes. So my son's football team, both of them were on the team, uh, are going to play in the championship game, which is. This year is actually going to be at U of A. Oh, nice. Because uh, the Cardinals are playing at home, and Sun Devil Stadium is uh, closed for renovation. So we're going to play down in Tucson. Uh, So they beat the number one seed Friday, 37-34. Wow. Yeah, it was very exciting, very very exciting. And and, and I will say this – a shout out to uh, Sienega, the team that that we beat. They were they were fantastic, uh, very well coached, uh, very very well played game on on both sides. And as you can tell today, uh, still suffering from the the screaming, the yelling, and the cheering. Yeah, it's like every ten minutes he goes. I go gargle, and I, I'm trying. I'm trying. The yeah. it, it is Thanksgiving week. Which I can't believe. I know, it's so I, fast. I, I just yes, yesterday John and I went to get the turkey. Okay, so you we, you, we, you, you were on the mission. He does not shop with me because he stops and speaks to everyone in every aisle. But we got the turkey. We got a nine-pound turkey because we're only having nine people, but one only eats grass. My, my stepson. Right, you have yeah, one that yeah. He's a vegan, and yeah, he, you know. So so I think that's plenty plus a ham. Plus a ham, yeah. Right. You gotta have some ham right. to go ham with the and turkey. Ham casserole, and 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 then and then my two stepsons, who don't don't live with us, um, they're they're gonna be here, and the the, the number one stepson Tyler says I'm bringing a friend girl. So he's bringing a plus one. Plus one, and then they inform me they'd like to bake pies. I'm like in my house. Are they, are they bakers? I, I, I'm not a baker, so so they they were asking me like, would you have a rolling pin? I'm like, I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I I'm gonna go with the if they're right. listening. Wendy doesn't have anything. No, I, no, I do. It's it's actually from their late mom. There's, oh, there's okay, a drawer, well. a baking drawer that I don't. That you don't even no, go, I don't into. go into it. No. So so I said, look at I I don't care. I'll sit on the couch. You can bake pies all you want as long as you clean up my kitchen. And don't come in on Thursday. Right, don't come Thursday. Don't, don't come into the kitchen. Right. I'm, busy. Well, I'm busy. I'm busy. God does the turkey. Gotcha. He's the turkey boy. So listen, I, I, I am going to, in every year since I invented this, I'm claiming that I invented. Uh-huh. Uh, it is the greatest thing ever. Because you know, if you're not hosting the uh, the, the dinner, dinner right. okay, you're going to, whether it's a relative, a neighbor, whatever it may be, right? You, you're, right. you're going to somebody else's house. Inevitably, it always happens. It's time to go, and you're you're given your allotment of leftovers. Are, are and you going it, to Eric? Yes. Oh, you'll have yeah. leftovers. Yeah, but we you always yeah you always get your allotment, right? Which yeah. most most of the time, maybe you get some ham, uh, green bean casserole, yeah, yeah, yeah. cranberry. I mean, you don't get any of the you don't get the good stuff, the good stuff, the right. turkey, right. the mashed potato. You don't get that, right? So I, I don't know if it was two or three years ago. I it, it came to me, like almost like a vision quest, a backup turkey. A 
backup turkey. A backup turkey. So you are making a turkey and taking it to No, the no, 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 no. You do oh, not take oh, What you do, it. yes, you buy a turkey. Right. Okay. And then, you know, you, you, you do the thing. You, you, you put it in the garage, in the sink in the garage, yeah. let it defrost, do all that stuff. And before you leave to go to the Thanksgiving dinner, right? you put your turkey in. In the oven. In the oven. And, and it does two things. Number one, you've got to be home at a certain time. Right. Right. Because otherwise that, that, you'll burn the right. Turkey. Or the turkey's gonna burn burn down the house. Do you and actually do... leave your house with the oven going? It's a turkey. What's gonna happen? Oh God, I would never do that. Okay. Well, okay. see. Anyway, I would. Yeah. So, okay. if I, you know what, we have insurance. If it burnt down, probably do me a huge favor. Right. But but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, you put the turkey in. Right. Right. And and then you, you only can stay for so long. Because you got to get the turkey. Because you got to get the turkey. And they're looking at you. And then crazy. you, right? And then you, you've got the green bean casserole. You got right. the cranberry. You got all the. So you're gonna go home and eat again? Right, well, <laughs> well, then, well, not again. Well, you know what? Yes, again. But now you have turkey sandwiches. Right. For Friday and yeah. Saturday and right. Sunday, right? right? You, you have enough. That's good. So That's good. the, yeah. so if you're listening out there, you know, you feel my pain. When you know that you're always bummed that you didn't have enough leftover turkey. Well, that, that's why I'm having it at my house. Yeah, so you right. get the the backup so turkey. Friday, so Friday you'll be eating turkey. Cause Correct. Because you won't be here. Because we won't, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, let's right. do that. So we're closed yeah. Thursday. We're closed Friday, obviously. Yeah, and Wednesday, we'll be back Friday, Monday. Be with your family. And, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to throw a caveat. Wednesday, uh, I'm going to say we're here. We may not be... If there, if we, unless I've got, I want something awesome. If we're going to be able to sell something awesome, we'll do it. Uh, so Wednesday's a maybe. Let's call it fifty-fifty for Wednesday. We are definitely closed Thursday. Definitely closed on Friday. Uh, it's shipping. We are going to be man. These next few days, it's going to be big, big shipping. Uh, those of you, the second round of peace dollars, and I think the final round, I should say. I'm hoping the peace dollars come today. Yeah, latest tomorrow, right, but, but, but they're going out. And, uh, so, and so are the, the half. The half dollar, yeah. the quarters, all of that yeah, stuff's going out. Yeah, today and tomorrow's going to be a big silver half. Uh, yeah, there's a couple people that had a, a tenth ounce here or there. Those are going out. Right. Uh, some gold eagles going out, silver eagles going out. I mean, we're going to be yeah. all caught up uh, before the holiday. How about that? I hope we time it good. Yeah, barring barring, you know, we don't control UPS, but barring, right? I'm, yes, you know, right, right. some something that is unexpected. Absolutely. Uh, we we are we, yeah, we're all on it. We're all on top of it. Yes. So, uh, what else? What else? So we talked about the backup turkey. Talked about the schedule for the week. Charles Manson. Finally oh yeah! Died. Finally. Finally died, Charles Manson. He should have been put to death. I'm sorry. Okay. I got to. No, I. Right, right. Uh, okay. I don't disagree with that. No, Absolutely. I mean. No, I mean. It's just, but but it's over for him and uh, good riddance and yes, yes. hell has a new member I guess today. Right. Right. Uh, our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I will say this. Wendy said to me this morning. Call me, and I and I'm going to knock your socks off. That's what she said to me. She won't share any details about what it is that she has or doesn't have but she's like houdini she's got stuff up her sleeve and 
you know, she, they don't like talking to me. I don't know why the bullion bank talks to her. I normally get, what do you want, and that kind of stuff. So uh, if you're looking for something, do they give her a shout? 800-951-0592. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour at 800-951-0592. A, a holiday week. And not a lot of economic data out, uh, but but still a lot to talk about. Uh, for first, we we saw what was it? Not not Friday. The Friday before, we had the four billion dollar sale, right? The gold market manipulation, uh, which I told you then was was a really good thing for gold. And then of course, gold just killed it all week last week. Uh, last Friday, uh, took out all of them, uh, the 200-day, the 100-day, the 50-day moving averages. Uh, this morning, we had another one of the manipulations, a uh, $2 billion five-second sale in, in paper gold contracts. Uh, gold, gold's down uh, about, about 10 bucks, 1285 1286 uh, Silver's at uh, $17. So we're kind of... About kind of where we were at, I think, when we got off the air uh, last Friday, and then gold went. Gold got all the way to twelve ninety five uh, on Friday, and I think we're gearing up. We're getting ready here. I think the 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 base that twelve seventy base is in, uh, and and we'll wait. We've got tax cuts and and central bank meetings and all of the rest of those things. And and I've been trying to get you to understand. You can't pay attention to that. Because that's not really what's important. I mean, we can we can do the tax cuts. I mean, they, it makes no sense, right? The uh, Wall Street's at an all-time record high, and employment at what they are claiming to be darn near all-time record lows. <laughs> well, the way they calculated today, anyway. Uh, so why would we need a corporate tax cut? Well, I mean, if things were so horribly bad. Uh, but they're so, I mean, I guess, well, I guess the other way around, if they were so great. Uh, but it kind of tells you uh, what's happening. We will, t- t- today we'll go over the gap in non-gap numbers. That probably has a lot to do with why that is, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But here's what's really important, is the central banks have been having very in-depth discussions about what the future is going to look like. And and what I mean by that is the future rules or or what they're planning on. Uh, And we heard from the San Francisco Federal Reserve President, John Williams. Uh, We talked about that. I think that was Friday's show uh, where he was saying, hey, listen, we're going to go right back to zero, if not negative rates. Said we're going to go do more quantitative easing. Then he talked about the need uh, to get ready for everybody gets a check, right? The, hey, there's going to be so many people. And, you know, and I guess we're starting to see it in that labor force participation rate, you know, that keeps falling. And and about every, twice a year they make the big adjustments and there's always – you know, miraculously a million more or two million more people that aren't employed uh, and not working. And we're over 95 million 
Americans are in the uh, not participating in the labor force. And of course, you can't count the kids that aren't even 16 yet because they can't participate. Uh, so you're thinking, oh, you know, we're 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 not quite at half, but it's getting close. I mean, we're at what 62 percent. Uh, so almost four out of every ten people that are eligible of working age not in the labor force, uh, but talked about the need to work. is going to have to give people money. And this is above and beyond. And a lot of us, at least for me, the first thing, I'm like, well, we do that now. We already do that. Food stamps and all these other programs. But this is much bigger than that. This is going to be, hey, Food stamps isn't just enough, because a lot of people on food stamps, you know, there's 40-some-odd million people on food stamps, a lot of them. I mean, the vast, vast majority of them are working. But Williams was talking about, hey, we're going to run into problems where there just isn't enough work, enough jobs for people, and talked about the need to start talking about this. I think they're calling it universal income or whatever it is that they want to talk about. Of course, how are we going to pay for that? Who knows? Uh, The bigger news, though, was out of the ECB talking about ending the deposit insurance. And we've got a lot more data uh, on that today uh, that just came out. They had done, it was a 58-page paper, okay, and I want to give you so you can look it up for yourself. It was uh, it was published on November the eighth. Okay, so so if you you want what you're looking for is published on November the eighth, and it was entitled on revisions to the union crisis management framework. Revisions to the unit. I'm sorry to the union crisis management framework. In other words, okay, the next time we need to get our, we need to have all of our ducks in a row, right? So the the next uh, crisis, this is the blueprint that they want to follow. Uh, it's 58 pages. Uh, the, uh, the majority of which are proposed amendments to the union crisis framework. So, in other words, as they're they're putting their talking points together, and they're all they got their think tank groups, and they've got all of this data right from their moth data mafia group, and they're starting to come up with okay, this is kind of what we think we're going to need to do. And remember, they know they're so far ahead of us. By the time I've figured it out, and I come out in the air and I tell you guys, I'm probably several years behind them, maybe even five or ten. So when you think about what it is uh, that these guys are doing, this is how far along they really are. The There are some things of note. The central banks believe they can keep manipulating situations well beyond the likes of monetary policy. In other words, hey, we, 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 we can control a lot more than you think. Uh, a lesson for savers in this, 
Matter of fact, probably a, a lesson most people don't want to hear. And then the ability to reduce exposure to what they call counterparty risk. And that's a that's a real fancy word for bail-in. You know, that's really what that means. Counterparty risk means, hey, the institution's insolvent because the loans uh, aren't getting paid back. So this is how it breaks down. It says that ultimately bail-ins are so that central banks can keep the, the game of easy money Right, So they want to be able to continue to be accommodative. And they, they talk about regular people who place their money in the bank. Okay, So last week we said there's going to be what they call a competent authority. These are the people that are going to decide who gets what. So the ECB in its proposal right now in Europe, it's insured up to 100,000 euros, okay? Here at home, it's $250,000. Both of them are absolutely worthless. And I, what I mean by that is there's no money to pay for it. You know, it's kind of like saying, well, I have the insurance, but then when the accident happens, I don't. the insurance company doesn't have the money to pay for it. Same thing. Right, where they, they just don't have it. They used to have it because the banks didn't used to be that big. A big bank maybe had $50 billion in deposits, maybe. Right Now, you're not a big bank unless your deposits are, you know, a trillion plus. And, and most of the, uh, you know, in the FDIC insurance, they don't have anywhere near that kind of money. So what what are they talking about? And here's what they wrote on, on the latest after reviewing this 58 pages. The fairness in writing depositors with less than 100,000 euros in the bank were, were protected under the terms of the ECB's covered deposit rules. It seems that these rules now are up for debate. Well, actually, really kind of up for more than debate. This is actually a proposal to change the rule. And they call it Amendment 13. So if you're looking at this 58-page document, you want to go to the the Amendment 13 section uh, where they are talking about this specific proposal. It says that covered deposits, okay, that's the 100,000 euros, no longer needs to be protected. This is determined because the ECB is, com- is concerned about a run on the failing bank. And, of course, I said to you last week, the European banks, they're even in worse shape than our banks. It says, If a failure of a bank appears to be imminent, a substantial number of covered depositors might still withdraw their funds immediately 
in order to ensure an uninterrupted access to their money and because they have no faith in the guarantee scheme. And so here's what they're really saying is, hey, we're kind of learning. The second people realize that there really, really is trouble, they line up to take their money out. Now, they've already, and we saw it in Greece, what do they do? Well, they start limiting. Oh, well, you only, remember in Greece, at one point, they only, I think they could only take out like $20. <laughs> and then I think they, they they bumped it up to 100 and then eventually 200 You couldn't do any more than that. You weren't allowed to wire money out of your bank to another bank. You weren't allowed to close your account, right? You were going, you were essentially, your money was essentially locked in to that institution. All of those rules exist. All of those rules already exist. And now, as a matter of fact, here in the United States, they cover it all now. That exists on your money markets now, your 401Ks, your IRAs, any debt instrument now. They can essentially say, you know what, yeah, no, you cannot sell. And in the case of a bank, hey, you got to leave your money here. This could be very damning for the big banks and cause a further confidence of crisis in the system. So they've decided that we need to prevent this. Such a scenario is particularly likely for large banks. Again, this is in the ECB's 58-page crisis management uh, report, where they're making proposals to avoid the next crisis, where the sheer amount of covered deposits might erode confidence in the capacity of the deposit guarantee scheme. In other words, hey, it really doesn't matter. People are wise to us. Really, and this is, I think, a a sign of hope or the ECB saying, yeah, we can say it's insured, (laughs) but nobody's actually going to believe us. That's kind of what they're saying right here. Now, they're still going to take their money out. I'm going to finish with this when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. In October, the Boy Scouts of America announced that it will soon allow girls to become Cub Scouts and even to earn the coveted rank of Eagle Scout, the organization's highest honor. We believe it is critical to evolve how our programs meet the needs of families interested in positive and lifelong experiences for their children, the Boy Scouts chief executive said. The board of directors voted unanimously to make the historic change in an organization that has been primarily for boys since its inception over 100 years ago. Cub Scout dens will be single gender, all boys or all girls, said the organization in a statement. A separate program for older girls will be made available in 2019, reports say. Although the smallest unit of scouts, known as dens, will be single gender, 
larger bodies within the structure and camps will be co-ed. Well, Phyllis Schlafly would surely have much to say on this story, as the feminist agenda seems to have torn down yet another structure that recognized inherent differences in boys and girls and how they best learn. Even the Girl Scouts organization has been unwilling to allow boys to join their ranks, citing research that showed many girls learn best in all-female environments. Where's the pressure for them to now accept boys in their programs? We have discussed this one-sided pressure often, particularly in recent attacks on all-male sports programs in schools across the country. Phyllis was quick to remind us that the feminist agenda isn't about helping young women or even creating equality at all. The goals of radical feminism have always been to tear down social structures that promote masculinity, husbandhood, and fatherhood, or simply to deconstruct the recognition that there are two distinct genders to begin with. It's sad to see another prominent organization change its most basic qualifications to accommodate what they see as the changing nature of American life. The traditional family unit and recognition of unique differences between men and women is a cornerstone of our American society. Phyllis reminded us in her book, Who Killed the American Family?, when the nuclear family disappears, the government steps in as the provider and decider. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The traditional family is the building block of our communities and country. That's why it's imperative to support strong marriages, respect fathers, and champion stay-at-home moms. At phyllisschlafly.com, we oppose the liberal attempt to redefine the family. To join us, visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. You know, it's incredible what they what they're actually writing. And remember, here's the one thing we know now. There really isn't any more independence from these central banks, right? They're all trying to work in unison. They're all in this together. Uh, and, and therefore, now we have to just kind of like everything. We, we've got to pay attention to everything that's being said, not just here at home, but everywhere. And really kind of really the two big central banks are ours and what the european central bank i mean they're the two big 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 boys in the room and i want to share with you what they wrote about what they really think about the depositor and remember i've already told you the money's not yours the second you put your money into the bank it's not yours you are essentially an unsecured creditor to the bank, like a bondholder. They're thinking of getting rid of what they call covered deposit rules, or their FDIC insurance. Instead, they want to include certain safeguards to protect the rights of depositors. The funny thing is, is we've got very little right, right? They don't, we're not allowed, and and even with Wells Fargo, we're struggling to do class action lawsuits, so if they're ripping you off and everybody else off, you can't band together. 
you, you don't own the money, it's not yours, all of these things. Ready? Here's what they're, they're thinking is going to work. Clear communication as to when access will be regained and a restriction on the suspension to a maximum of five working days. In other words, the bank, if a run is imminent, that they're worried about a run on the bank, they can they can stop you from making withdrawals, and they need to, according to the proposed rules, issue clear communication when access would be regained, and out of the kindness of their heart, they said that the bank has five working days to tell you. <laughs> so, in the in in you know because you really don't need any money for at least five days. And it said uh, avoiding a cumulative use by the competent authority and the resolution authority. Okay, now I don't know what the resolution authority, who that is. I'm supposing the competent authority is the central bank themselves. Here's what they're, they're, I guess, implying. Bondholders are seen as creditors. The same type of creditor that EU rules state must take responsibility for a bank's financial failure rather than the taxpayer. Now remember, when you make a deposit into a bank, our rules are the exact same. And really, banking rules in most developed countries are identical or extremely similar. In this case, it's identical. Right? You you deposit money, you are a creditor, aka a bondholder, and you're the worst kind, which is unsecured. What unsecured means is you get paid last. And then, of course, the EU is saying, hey, listen, we already got rules in place. That says the bondholders must take the losses. In a bail-in scenario, the type of junior bonds held by the retail investor in the street is the first to take a hit. When the world's oldest bank, right, Monte de Pesci, remember we talked about them, collapsed, ordinary people took a hit. Right? We didn't really hear about this, but I guess uh, according to uh, the article here, 200,000 savers, 40,000 businesses took a hit on it. They said that despite the biggest bail-in in the history occurring within the EU, few people have actually paid attention. Key things that they considered. Diversity savings across banks and in different countries. 
So I, I'm, I'm assuming when they're deciding how much of your money they're going to keep, this is one of the factors they're proposing they're going to think about. Hey, do you got any other money in other banks? Do you have any money in other countries? Consider counterparty risk and the health of the deposit-taking bank. In other words, hey, if they're in trouble, we got to make sure to help them. Uh, notice how it didn't say the depositor. No, it said the bank. Attempt to own assets outright and reduce it risk to custodians and trustees. Right? Is there anything worth selling? Right? Can we get rid of stuff and raise money? Or can we pay off things? Own physical gold in allocated accounts with outright legal ownership. Thought that was kind of interesting. I guess that would be if they have uh, IRAs or 401ks where you can hold gold in, in Europe. And avoid of investments where there is significant counterparty risk. Right, So these are things, I guess, that they're talking about with the banks. Avoid banks with large derivative books. So now you've got to be educated. Hey, what bank do you want to want to get into? Hey, here's what you should think about when you're setting up your bank account now. Monitor bank and institutions financial stability. I don't know how we do that. Because they, by default, they are they acknowledge they don't like to tell us what banks are in trouble. They know. Monitor government policy pertaining to banks and bank deposits. That's why you listen here, because I help you do that. Monitor your deposit and saving account terms and conditions. Yeah, good luck reading that fine print. Uh, helpful suggestions by the ECB for all of you at home. Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Yeah. 800-951-0592. Really interesting. Talking about what we're, the, the landscape that we're going to eventually see. And remember, part of the reason uh, that, you know, the, the credibility of Bitcoin, and I'm not talking about the technology behind it. The technology behind it is highly valuable. Uh, it's going to revolutionize a lot of what it is that we talk about in the future. Uh, the actual Bitcoin itself it just depends on who you talk to, right? I'm one of those guys where I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, but but I understand what it is. And really think about the premise. They, they're trying to create something that's gold-like, right, without it actually being gold. Something that you could somehow have your wealth and, and also have your privacy, right? And, of course, the whole thing with electronic currencies, right, is to take all of that away. That's what the technology behind it can do. Uh, it's the most powerful uh, data storage technology in, in the transferring, the, the, the speed, 
uh, of the transferring and not just the actual transfers themselves, but the documentation behind it, right, can all be done uh, in the blink of an eye. And again, when you start thinking about the elimination of cash, and, and we're already well down the road on that. That you know, again, when I say that they're five and ten years ahead of us, right? That's what's going to happen. I don't think we get out of the next decade without a massive uh, curtailing of of cash. And they want to go to these electronic credits because it makes all these rules they're proposing so much easier. Right? They're trying to take away and limit your ability to store, uh, you know, your wealth or store your money. And really, when you when you hold cash, you're not storing wealth. You're just uh, not keeping it in the financial institutions. And, and they that's where they want all the money to be. Uh, and, and so I just found that very interesting uh, when you talk about the proposal that they're being that's being made. Uh, let's get rid of the deposit insurance because they don't have the money and they get it. Hey, these banks are way too big. We can never pay that. And the only way to pay it is to borrow money from the government, which they've now deemed to be illegal. Right? No more bailouts. So there's only one place to go, and that's bondholders. And depositors are part of that. Unfortunately for us, we're not at the top of the list, right? We're at the bottom. Uh, just something to keep in mind, you know, something that, that uh, we'll, we'll keep watching. Uh, then you hear uh, San Francisco Fed President John Williams already laying out, listen, we already know what we're going to do in the next crisis, right? We're going to bring rates back to nothing. Uh, he even said, hey, negative is possible, uh, uh, more quantitative easing, uh, more more uh, blowing up of balance sheets, and oh, by the way, we may just have to, in order to keep uh, social unrest to a minimum, start mailing people checks. Yeah, it makes you kind of wonder, doesn't it? How about this? Uh, all 30 Dow Jones industrial average companies have finished third quarter earnings. And I've been making a big deal, and I don't do it often, but probably, I don't know, every couple of months, I'll talk about earnings reports and, and you know when you turn on the idiot box or you're, even when you're on the web so and so beat the street and blah 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 beat estimates and all of these things and, and, and it's a way of trying to make you feel good about the debt markets and when the dot com bubble crashed okay, and everybody got hammered they came up with these rules that said, okay, you know what? Shame on us. We allowed all of these companies uh, to report earnings that really weren't very honest. And so they came up with what they called generally accepted accounting principles. They call it GAP. So it's, it's GAP with an extra A. Generally accepted accounting principles. Now, they need, by law, all of these corporations, publicly traded corporations, need to report that number. Unfortunately, that is not the number they use on TV 
It's not the number they use when they determine whether or not a company beat the street or beat the estimate. They don't use that number. In other words, they, they've kind of said, well, you made us report it, but unless somebody's really smart and knows how to read all of our financial reports, which most people never see, no one's going to know. Fortunately for us, someone's done it. By the way, this is uh, Wolf Richter, uh, Wolf Street, great. Guy's great. Does great research. Here's what he found out. That all companies, on the, the 30 companies that make up the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the 30 companies overstated or had their non-GAAP number was 16% higher than the actual, the factual number. And if you just took the the worst half, right, the 15 of the 30, uh, they were over by 26%. Uh, the biggest sinner was Merck, uh, the pharmaceutical company. They turned a two-cent loss under GAP accounting into a non-GAAP or adjusted profit of a dollar eleven. Thought that was interesting. Yeah. We lost money, but we can pretend that we didn't. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. Final segment on this Monday little damage today. Yeah, a lot of yelling and screaming at my uh, my son's football game, their state semifinal game uh, this weekend. Uh, they won. Uh, they'll play in the finals on December the 2nd. Uh, we are closed Thursday and Friday, possibly even Wednesday. Uh, we are shipping uh, peace dollars, uh, the half dollars, the quarters, all of that stuff. We should have all of that out uh, before uh, we head out for the holiday. Of course, then we'll be back on Monday. A really nice day to buy. We got a pullback. Dow's, uh, gold's down 15. So kind of uh, hit the reset button from Friday, 1,280. Uh, silver's down about 40, let's call it 44 cents, 16.95. So uh, both ways, uh, good pullback, good opportunity. Give Wendy a call, 800 951 Zero five nine two. We were talking about gap and non-gap. Just to put it in perspective, Walmart. Okay, you know, you may have heard of them. Inflated its earnings seventy-two percent. How is that even possible? But yet there it is. Dupont sixty-seven percent. Coca-Cola fifty-two percent. Pfizer, 43%. Johnson & Johnson, 39%. GE, 38%. Cisco, 27%. You kind of get the picture. I mean, the, 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 the numbers for, for about half of the, the Dow Jones, was, it's ridiculous. The other half, at least it was close, right? They all did gap and non-gap numbers, but for at least half the companies, the difference was so enormous, uh, it's hard to really understand what what is the true uh, condition of anything. Of course, but that's the way they love it, right? It, just make sure that, that nobody really knows a whole lot of anything. 
Uh, that just seems to be the way the debt markets work nowadays. But, you know, just another reason why you need to put it away. You need to take the time. Think about what the ECB wrote and the things that they were talking about. Hey, uh, maybe a good idea. Uh, have some gold put away because if it's in the banks, we're going to find it. If you're in multiple banks, if you're in other countries, all of those things. And, of course, you want to, you know, try to do some of that as well, right? You want to try to have it spread out because this is how tough they've made the rules. But even here, you almost can't do it anymore. Changing banks. I'd rather go to the dentist than change a bank. I mean, they, right? I'd rather probably get a root canal. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe. Then, then change banks. I mean, that's how complicated it really is anymore. And, of course, all the uh, automatic withdrawals and all that stuff, all the things they do to kind of lock you in, and now they're going to what? They're going to change the rules on us, just like they always do, right? They're gonna, and, of course, it's never for the, our benefit. I didn't see one thing in the ECB, right? Their big concern, well, we got to let you know within five days. <laughs> Didn't even say how much money you could get. They just needed to communicate. Within, and, of course, I'm getting, this is still just a proposal. Just a proposal, nothing to worry about. Patriot Radio News Hour. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Hopefully my, bo- my, my voice will be a little better tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great day. And make sure uh, you give us a call before the holiday. Take care.